the sin nature is one that it is all about our feelings. It is all about a person saying, hey, I know you created this to do that, but I like it for this. And so we take it, we skew creation. <laughs> we skew the image. We create our own image. We try to become our own creators. Now, here's the thing. When we do that, here's what actually happens. When you try to take what God has created and you try to make your own creation, you don't actually make a different creation. <clears throat> because as much as we have the ability, because we were made in God's image, to procreate and recreate, you know, the image as another image, we don't have the ability to make something out of nothing because God has given us the blueprint and he's given us all the foundational things and all the tools and everything that we have. Even when we don't have an idea and then all of a sudden we develop an idea, you can't develop an idea off of something that was not there and then all of a sudden you created it to be something else. No, you need every element that God has created already in order to even have an idea. Your idea has to, it has to have the, the resources that God, and it has to tap into the resources that God has already connected us with. He's already created it. We have to be manipulators of the creator's creation in order for us to even repurpose what he has already made in his image. For us to repurpose an identity, for us to repurpose uh, what, what our bodies should be functioning and doing as far as how God created, for us to repurpose that, for us to rebrand ourselves almost in a way, to become something that he did not create us to become. This is how important it is for us to understand this and the dangers of it, because we're looking at the dangers of it now in the society we live in where a lot of chaos and, and confusion has hit our nation. Um, and not just our nation, but the world, but particularly speaking, our nation. Why is it? Because we have an identity crisis. We are identifying with things outside of the natural order of God and outside of what should be us getting closer to and tapping further into the image and the creator of that image to understand who we are. Then you can manipulate these, this created universe to do the things that you needed to do to put you further in contact and further in context and alignment with the creator and the one that gave us the image that we have. Instead of taking it and making it something else and creating something else or manipulating it to be something else because you're truly not creating something else, all you're really doing is repurposing what God has already given you. So when I, as a man, take my body and my flesh and I do things with it that is outside of God's creation, and outside of his image, and outside of his will, then I take and I manipulate what he created me for and the things that he gave me, and I manipulate it into something else for my own gain. Because I can say at the end of the day that I'm giving glory to God, but if I'm not following God's plan and his order and his will, how can I say that I am in his will? I can't. 
I can give him I can give him glory for it all day. It doesn't mean that he's behind it or that he's even pleased with it. It just means that I'm choosing to to put it on God, basically. Yeah, God, I'm I'm gonna go give you credit for this right here. But what I'm truly doing is saying, you know what? I don't I don't really like the way you did it, so I want to do it in a different way. Because I'm more in touch with my feelings than you are, because I'm feeling what I'm feeling, and because of that, I want to do what I want to do with this feeling. Yeah, I know that you created me as a male to do certain things in this world as a male. And I know that there are certain things that come with that. <clears throat> Everything from uh, who I am in, in, you know, as far as the world and, and how I should identify as a male in the world, but then also how I should conduct myself as far as connecting with the the counterpart that you have given me, the female, so that we can continue to move forward as we come in covenant with what it is, your image and your way and your will and how we can be purposeful in the way that you have created us because you have created us in your image to do so, to be purposeful because our identity comes from you, God. From you, creator. Not from what the world has told us is okay or have shown us is acceptable. Not even how we feel. If I just did everything based on how I felt, first of all, there wouldn't really be people in my life that love me um, because I would be a very selfish person. <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we're innately selfish like we come into the world hollering and screaming we don't care whose ears we affect <laughs> because the only thing we know at that point in time is i'm uncomfortable and so we then go through a lifetime most of us of chasing comfort and that's what we're chasing we want to be comfortable but here's the here's the issue with that and why it's so deceiving the comfort that we're seeking is not actually fulfilling. That's why the Bible tells us the flesh is never satisfied. It's not an actual fulfillment of that comfort because it, it never comes. But what it is, is a continual perpetual cycle of, okay, getting you through to the next comfort. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a little comfort here to get you through this right here, but then you're going to get uncomfortable again. And you're going to need something else to get you through again. And it's a cycle. That's why the flesh is never satisfied because you never can give it enough for it to be like, okay, that's enough. I'm good. I've had all the things that I need to be fulfilled. I'm, I'm good now. No, you end up chasing the fulfillment of the desire that comes from the sinful nature. Instead of chasing the fulfillment of the actual creation itself and who God created you for by chasing after the creator himself in by which we were created in his image. So we have turned a lot of things on his head because we're uncomfortable with certain things. 
um, whether it be a, a feeling, emotion, or, or you know, a, a uh, some type of economic situation, you know, poverty situation, whatever it is that has us uncomfortable. Sometimes it boils down to wanting control, feeling like you've been slighted by others. Sometimes it's hatred or racism. I mean, it's so many different things that put us on this path of defying God and defying God's purpose and defying the image bearer's connection, true connection to us and how we should be growing towards him and towards that connection instead of growing in our feelings and trying to grow in in being comfortable. Because that's what we do. We chase the comfort and we chase after things that make us feel good over and over and over and over again. And the high is never enough. There's always a chase for a greater high. It's like that in every major area in our life, every single one of them. When I really think about it, let's just say, for example, a person who comes across, uh, you know, some level of wealth or whatever, some level of of um, success monetarily, economically, right? It's never enough. You never say, okay, I made $250,000 this year. That's enough. I don't need any more. I'm good. For the rest of my life, I'll go back to making $30,000, $40,000, and I'm okay. No, that's not how the flesh operates. Flesh says, you make $250,000 this year, we're going to try to make $350,000 next year. You made $350,000 the following year, we're going to try to make $450,000. Like, it, it's, it's always a one-up when it comes to the flesh. And it's just what it is. Because it was not designed to be purposed outside of what we see in the sin nature because of the fall of man. The fall of man has flesh in a different pattern of, or a different, almost like a, a different realm of desire because the flesh is desiring everything that is having an effect on it when it comes to the sinful nature. But if we truly was without the sinful nature, if we were truly functioning 100% in the identity of the image bearer himself, the one that created us, then what we would be doing is we would be functioning like him. And we would have a self-control and there would be a sense of sustain amongst us because we would be satisfied, first of all, with him. And then through him, because we are made in his own image, we would then be satisfied with ourselves. So we wouldn't be chasing things outside of his image and outside of the image in which he created us in, which is his image. So we would see a reflection of him in us and see the importance of that. And we wouldn't need to chase things that create certain highs and lows for us in the flesh. But that's where we find ourselves in the society that we live in today is constantly chasing after other identities that the sinful nature produces. So it tells you, hey, I know that 
God created you as a male. But if you want to be a female, you can. It's no problem. Be it if you feel like you want to be it. But that's not what the word says. The word says he created us in his image, male and female. Why? There is an importance to that because there's a structure and an order to this thing. And there's a purpose behind that, that when we function in that image and in that purpose, we are actually giving God glory and we are actually doing the, the number one thing that you can do to please God. And that is to show faith in him, the creator. You're showing faith in his creation. You're showing faith in his order. You're showing faith in his way. Instead of saying, you know what? I know your word says these things. I know that your nature is these things, but there's a sinful nature that I was born into and, and it's got me feeling these different things. And so I think that as a man, I think I want to, I think I want to indulge in a relationship sexually with another man. I think at, that instead of really giving you my all and and understanding the importance of economically even balancing things out. And I think I want to be greedy and I think I want to take from other people. I think I want to get as much as I can get, no matter who I have to hurt or what I have to do to hurt them, because there's something that I feel in my flesh that tells me that this is what I need to identify with. I think I need to be mean and ugly and nasty towards everybody that I come in contact with or everybody that doesn't make me feel a certain way because that is what my nature in this sinful nature, that's what it's telling me that I should do. And, you know, it makes me feel good when I do it. Now, it does not satisfy me because if it did, I wouldn't have to ever be mean with a person again. Once I made some decent money, I wouldn't ever have to make another dollar. Once I have that sexual experience with that, that, that same sex or even that person that I'm not in covenant with, I wouldn't even have to do it anymore because the one time was enough. But no, that's not how the sinful nature works. It doesn't work that way. But the creator has done something amazing. He has made us in his own image. And it is on us to tap into that and to tap into his will and his way so that we can understand why we were even created in the first place. And why we cannot, why we cannot allow this sinful nature to destroy us. Ephesians 2 and 10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Before the sinful nature, before the fall, before all of these issues, God already made us, created us in a certain way for a certain purpose. So we've been altered by the fall. And, and some of us continue to chase those alterations those alter egos, those other identities. We're chasing those highs because we are allowing created things to rule our lives instead of being guided by the creator. It is so important. 
So important that we get that. Isaiah 40 and 28, I like this set of, of statements here. Has thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. There's no way that we can get all of the depths of, of and, and everything that, that there is to know about God. There's no way that we can research enough to learn everything there is to learn about God. That is the only thing that I would consider to be, uh, as far as the kingdom, that I would consider to be, uh, you know, if you're one of those curious people, never satisfied in this world because you, you're, you're like, I hunger and thirst. I want more. And when you want more of God versus wanting more of the things of the flesh, then you get more of purpose. You get more of what you were actually created for because you get more of the one who has the blueprint. You get a deeper relationship with him, gives you deeper revelation and understanding, not just of him, but of you, because you were made once again in his image. I can't say it enough. It is so important that we really understand that, that we really, really, really understand who we are and the importance of why we are when it comes to our creator. 